0: Alrighty everyone, we are back with Big Government Sucks? Question Mark Part 2 Is the conservative movement completely sus? Let's get to it Hey everyone. Welcome back to our ninth episode. Getting close to 10 out there. Today we're once again talking about big government um, and how the conservatives and the right can use big government to our advantage and for the betterment of our society. Because what is government if not for to better society? Uh, last time we talked about this, we talked a lot about theoretical government, we talked a lot about the Bible, and today I want to get a little bit more into what I got on in like the last five to ten minutes of my podcast, of the last episode, where we, we talk about specifically American politics, today's conservative Republican right-wing movement, and uh, focus on how we can use the government, how we can make a long march how we can influence culture, and how we can truly make a difference. Last time I talked about why I believe that big government is not a bad thing, simply that those who currently wield power in this nation are bad. That big government in the hands of the right people is good, just like big government in the hands of the wrong people is bad. Just like limited government in the hands of a bad society is bad. Whereas limited government in the hands of a good moral and religious society is good. So before we get too much more, I feel like I need to talk about the current state of conservatism and the right. Specifically groups like Turning Point USA, Students for Trump, stuff like that. That side, the whole, like the Charlie Kirk side of things. I was thinking about this today, and actually before I started recording... I saw an interview that Glenn Beck, who I really respect, who I really like, even though he is a Mormon, had an interview with Alex Clark. If you don't know who Alex Clark is, she's the host of this show, I think it would be considered a show, uh, called Poplitics, and uh, just scrolling her Instagram a little bit, I was not at all pleased. A couple bikini pictures, a couple midriff pictures, and... Just the current state of conservatism and mainstream conservatism has left me sad. There's very much so a gateway drug into harder stuff, you know, the stuff, you know, but it really feels like there's no in-between, right? You either are all like, woo, big government, bad, socialism sucks, you know, freedom of speech, yeah, 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 American flags, woo, or you're, you know insanely like nick fuentes american first racist you know far-right extremism there is no in between i would like to think that if i was mainstream i'd be the the good in between there are people in the in between like michael knowles and matt walsh of the daily wire um stephen crowder if you would cuss a little bit less Focus a little bit less on comedy. And maybe move a little bit more to the right. Would be kind of in this realm. Uh, But Michael Knowles. um, Elijah Schaefer of Slightly Offensive. Is another really good one. Um, So there's a few in between. But there's not a whole lot there. There's a couple pages on Instagram. With like a couple thousand followers. Um, And then there's more mainstream influencers. Like The Conservative Latino. And um, Vince Dow. Who are really dope. Um, kind of, again, in that middle, in that strong middle of just completely based people. But, like, the mainstream ones, your Charlie Kirks, your Candace Owens, your Ben Shapiros, Stephen Crowder, it's kind of a letdown. Again, again they're very much not what I would expect. And it's obvious that even though we've been influencing more and more and actually have a conservative thing, it's obviously not working. I think about a football team, or even a basketball team, I think about this year's Los Angeles Lakers. They've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, Andre Drummond, you know, former Defensive Player of the Year, Mark Gasol, last year's six-man Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, who was very close to beating the Sixth man as well. And you know what happened? They lost in the first round of the playoffs to my Phoenix Suns. Right? They had all the pieces, they had everything to be good, but then Anthony Davis got hurt, LeBron didn't look himself, the other pieces forgot how to play basketball, Andre Drummond didn't even see the court in the last game, Mark Gasol is old and washed up, Montres Harrell barely played at all, and Dennis Schroeder looked like he forgot how to play basketball. Right? And the, the, the chemistry and the put-togetherness of the Suns' steam rolled them. They had a concise agenda. They were able to come together on a thing, and that thing was powerful and worked well. See, I think that the Los Angeles Lakers are very much so look like the Conservatives. Um, The first year LeBron was on the Lakers, they failed. They didn't even make the playoffs. The second time they made the playoffs and won... But a lot of people would argue that they faced primarily injured teams in the bubble, and that was just not the ideal circumstance. And this year, they were out in the first round. Or I think about a football play. You may have the best offensive line, or, or a decent offensive line, a pretty good offensive line, a solid running back, and a pretty good quarterback. But if you run the same exact run play, if you run, you know, HB draw every time on Madden, and the defense still gets you every single time, you're not gonna win the football game. The definition of insanity, according to Albert Einstein, is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. I feel like very much so the conservative movement has gone insane, so to speak. What we have been what what we have been doing has obviously failed. This live in that live, big government sucks, conservatism has left us completely screwed. The current state of the GOP and the media machine around the conservative machine has completely failed. And how do we know it's failed? Because we keep on seeding ground. If it was effective, we wouldn't seed ground. But it's obvious that it's not effective, because we keep on seeding ground. We don't have the House, we lost the Senate, and we lost the presidency. Whatever we've been doing is not working. Yet we still run on socialism sucks, big government sucks, and facts don't care about your feelings. If these worked, they obviously would be working. And well, let's face it. They're not. So let's stop being insane. All right. Now I want to talk about a mainstream issue to, to, to kind of point, paint the picture for for us. One of the biggest issues, or at least one of the things we've been told is the biggest issues, a huge, I have huge written in all caps. Huge, huge issue, folks. Okay, one of the biggest issues in today talked about in today's mainstream right is women's sports and transgender women competing and dominating in them. Seriously, this is our biggest issue. Um, anyway, to go ahead and talk about this. First off, I really don't care about women's high school track. I honestly don't. I don't really care. Heck, even, like, women's MMA and and the WNBA. Which are, like, the two biggest ones I can think of. I like the NBA. I love me some NASCAR. I like a couple NFL teams. And I like the NFL playoffs. I feel the exact same way that I do about women's sports that I do about, like, the MLB and the NHL. Or even IndyCar, for that matter. I just, frankly, don't care. But, people care. So... I'll see to that ground. Well, let's talk about this. Our argument is, and it's a very valid argument, don't get me wrong, this is an extremely valid argument, that biological men should be participating in women's sports, which is a macrocosm and a reflection of the broader, broader sociological or societal point that men should not be in women's spaces, and also the broader, even more broader point that men are not women and cannot be women. Here's the first thing that's wrong with this picture, our wording. In fact, there is no such thing as a trans woman, nor is there even such a thing as a biological male. There are just males, and biology reflects this fact. There's no such thing as a biological male, because every male is biological. There's no distinction there. Every dude the next XY chromosome the thing, you, you know, the, 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 the thing is just a male. My issue is not that we are protecting women's sports from trans women, or, as, as I said, men. It's the fact that we give it to the, del- del- to the delusion that we would even have this issue. We've become so soft in speaking the truth and enforcing government. Our big government bad rhetoric has allowed for the government to take no action on this idea that men can be women. This is a reflection of how our rhetoric has failed see because men are men and women are women yet we have seeded this ground to the point where we even have this issue in the first place my issue is not so much with where we are now with where we were 10 years ago 5 years ago and the way we will continue to head if we don't get our heads out of the place where the sun don't shine You really need to just focus and return back to common sense alright number two Taxes. Taxes. More taxes. 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 Ticky taxes. Taxes. Cut taxes. Cut regulation. Cut the taxes. We have talked so much about taxes. That's honestly toxic. Toxic. Taxic. Toxic. Taxes. Talking. Try saying that three times fast. It's harder than you thought. Especially when it's 1130 at night and your mouth is drier than it should be. Here's a quote from a man I was very skeptical of quite a few months ago, but the guy has slowly grown on me, I must admit. I'm beginning to like him more and more, and he's becoming one of my favorite political figures on the right, Governor of Florida, the man himself, Ron DeSantis. He said very recently, you can have a successful economy, but if the underpinnings of the culture are being torn apart, I don't think that's a society that's going to be successful wow i wish more people would think like him obviously we need people on the right who do care about taxes and it's a very good thing to talk about but like all good things it is not the best thing just because it's good doesn't mean it's the most important what's the point of having amazing tax reform and cutting government regulation if our culture and society is slowly sliding down the stripper's pole to hell, like a little Nas X video, we have become way too enthused with talking about government, that we've forgotten about culture, and we've forgotten about the impact that government can have on culture. All good things, all good things. But like I said, just because it's good, doesn't mean it's important. And my last big gripe with the Republican Party is Donald Trump, People I've coined, I don't know if I've used it before on here, but Retrumplicans, because they're not Republicans, they're Retrumplicans, the MAGA movement, and the far right. Dun dun dun. I genuinely think that this is the biggest thing holding us back, especially right now. I think there's a lot of things that could be different with this. The message I'm giving you today is one that many people on the right will give you. There are many people who feel as I do and have red to me beyond just the Ben Shapiro owned the libs videos. The majority of them, the vast majority of them, I'd say 95%, have an amazing fondness of Donald Trump that goes beyond the scope of reality. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the guy. I actually really like him, and I think he did a very good job as a solid basic Republican as president, I just very much disagree with the notion that Donald Trump is a man that we need. I very much so disagree with the notion of any of the crazy people in the QAnon that Donald Trump is our savior and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Let me make that very clear. I I hate those people. They suck and they're dumb. And if you're going to be bought by some conspiracy person named QAnon who doesn't even show his face, you're dumb. Um, if you recall my episode that I did on Caitlyn Jenner just about a month or two ago I made it quite clear that I do not think that Caitlyn is a good candidate because of her lifestyle or his her whatever because of the lifestyle and identity that Caitlyn Jenner does I feel very much the same way about Donald Trump he's not particularly religious or Christian his rhetoric will push people away and the mainstream media media has cast such a big black cloud above his head that he is no longer an effective candidate. He by no means represents my values or my ideal political candidate. And if I'm honest, I, I can barely think of anyone in today's politics who does. There are a few that I like, but none that are 100% there. If we are going to make a moral case, as I have laid out, for America's soul, then our candidate needs to have no questions of his morality. And yes, I said his. See, this, this idea, again, I mentioned Nick Fuentes earlier. This idea, this American first, this own the libs mentality that we have. This make the soy boys cry and go after them, just call them gay and say that all gay people are going... Like, what What good does that do our case? It's just going to push people away. Donald Trump has almost taken on this larger-than-life persona, and this persona gets twisted as this big, orange, bad boogie monster. This larger-than-life persona that Donald Trump has, allows the media to paint him in any way that they want, and people will believe it because it's what they've been told, and because it's what his rhetoric basically allows them to think, right? If you were to be more careful about his words, more careful about the things that he says, and maybe maybe tweet a little less and govern a little bit more, which I think he did a lot of governing. governing. This idea that Donald Trump did nothing could not be more wrong. If he were to have done that but honestly the media have made him into this monster into this thing and if we are truly going to win hearts and souls and minds and convince people that we are right it ain't going to be Donald Trump it isn't going to be the side of the party that, that that this this maga movement that encompasses a lot of people it's not going to be that right um we're we're not going to to you know Make America Great Again, just because it's the slogan of one man. It's going to take work. It's going to take people rallying behind ideas and supporting the country, supporting ideas and ideals. And not, you know, the populism of of one man, as Paul Ryan so eloquently said very recently. See, because I agree with a lot of the people who, who really like Donald Trump, um... Not so much the crazy people, but the same people who really like Donald Trump. I agree with them on just about everything. And this is the one thing where you're going to hear me kind of shy away from, from that side of things. I don't think that Donald Trump is the man for this hour. I think he was good for the hour that he was in. I think he did a great job of exposing exactly where we need to attack. He did a great job of exposing the media and exposing the, the, the big government. Not the government, the swamp, as he called it. The government, unelected bureaucrats. I think he did a great job of exposing their bias. And showing who they really are. He kind of tore the mask off, so to speak. But if you're going to finish the fight, it's got to be someone other than him. And I think that, well, he might run again in 2024. If the Republican runs against him, that's sort of mainstream, you know, someone like Ted Cruz runs against going to vote for Ted Cruz over Donald Trump. And if any other Democrat wins the other side, which, you know, there's going to be an incumbent, so I don't see anybody else challenging it. Um, Tulsi Gabbard would be the only one that would make me say I'm not voting. And in that case, I'd not vote or vote Trump. Um, I just don't think he is the man that we need for this hour. All right, let's shift gears a little bit, a little, a little bit. Now that I've talked about why the current conservative movement is ineffective and why it's really not going to help us make our case, and it also just doesn't support the ideas that I support and I think is is has ineffective messaging, let's talk about big government in action, because that's really what I want to talk about. See, because this notion that government is bad and the big government is bad is crazy. I mentioned this very briefly in the last one, and I want to kind of touch on it again. Uh, with the vaccine, there's been a lot that we've been seeing about vaccine passports. Uh, this idea of people giving up their medical information to say that they have whether or whether or not they've gotten vaccinated. Um, I don't. Obviously, I think it's wrong. I don't think the government should know whether you've been vaccinated or not. And uh, well, a lot of people would say, "Well, yeah, government's bad." They would I want the government knowing. But what happens when big business? What happens when you can't go into a Walmart or a Target without having a vaccine passport? What happens when you can't fly without having a vaccine passport? What happens when when all that happens? See, because we need to use government to say that businesses cannot require vaccine passports. That Senator Ted Cruz just Put something like this in, but also said that employers can't fire you for not having the vaccine, unless it's a job like working the front lines in a hospital that might need, where you might want to have the vaccine, right? That that you can't be fired because you don't have a vaccine, and the the, the businesses can't require you to say whether or not you've been vaccinated or not, because let's face it, there are people who aren't going to be vaccinated, myself included. I already have the natural antibodies, and I am statistically at no better chance of not getting the virus vaccinated or in my current state not vaccinated my natural immunity is there it looks like it'll be there for the rest of my life and if i've already been naturally vaccinated why do i need to be unnaturally vaccinated i don't know if that's the way that we would call it but why do i need to be vaccinated there are other people who have serious health risks steven crowder has laid up very much so why his wife with a uh, GBS syndrome cannot get vaccinated. They're simply people who cannot, will not, and should not get vaccinated. Um, and this idea that businesses or governments can mandate a vaccine passport. See, that's a very effective thing right there. Government in action saying vaccine passports bad and you can't have it. Big tech. I also mentioned this very briefly. What's the point in saying that we have a government that defends the First Amendment and freedom of speech when big tech is censoring speech? The story has been talked about on every conservative outlet from Ben Shapiro to probably some of the crazies. I don't know, I don't watch the crazies. But um, Nigeria's president had a tweet deleted off of Twitter. And Nigeria basically said, Twitter, you're banned from our country. Uh, we're just not going to have the Twitter anymore, and Twitter responded by a tweet saying that they can. They're saddened by this, and that they believe that access to Twitter is a human right. Well, Twitter, I cannot believe you are oppressing Donald Trump and Alex Jones, and denying them the basic human right to have Twitter. Obviously, this is a funny haha joke to joke about Twitter being, a first being a, human right. But, if we believe, as most conservatives, excluding me, that freedom of speech is a natural God-given right, I might come back to this later. I realized after a certain episode I said I was going to talk about natural rights and talk about why I don't think that they are God-given. But anyway, if we talk about natural rights, right, if we talk about freedom of speech as a right that all people have, well... Then Twitter kind of is, too. When you start behave, when you behave like a platform, like the new public square, and not a publisher, like the New York Times, when you when you edit what people say, when it's simply just because it was the sitting pre- when it's the sitting president of Nigeria, or the United States of America, when you do that, you're wrong. What if government takes steps to say, no, we're going to protect the First Amendment rights of our citizens, and if you don't, you're going to get fined. Lots and lots of dollars. I don't think that is such a bad thing, but in order to do that, you know what we would need? Get this. Big government. Big government sucks, doesn't it? We would need big government. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Maybe maybe big government doesn't suck. It's, it's kind of... Well, we're talking about the social media and how social media is a human right. Let's talk about banning social media. OnlyFans, Pornhub, all of these things. It's proven that pornography is bad. Like, physically bad for you. It creates weak men, lower testosterone, and it's just not good for a society. Ban it. Use government to ban it, because we're talking about making a better life for our citizens. If that's what the role of government is, as I have stated before, is to make a better life for the citizens, why not just get rid of it? Oh, but it's freedom of speech, freedom of expression. Nah, I don't care. It sucks. Get rid of it. Twitter should be required to delete the, the porn off of it, especially the child porn. We don't need that. Get 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 the rid of it. Get rid of it. It's not hard. Just you know, Control Alt Delete on all on all the groves. It's not that hard. And while we're at it, well, we we'll to encourage the living daylights in our education system to not have the the thing. You know the thing uh, to encourage abstinence and morality. Encourage marriage. Encourage families. Recognize that the family is the backbone of society. That the family is government. Uh, We've got a single motherhood problem. We use government to incentivize marriage and staying together. Um, We'll we'll get rid of no reason divorce. Because families are important. Kids need dads. Kids need mommies. Kids need daddies and mommies. We use big government to say no. You can't get a divorce unless you've got a valid reason. And what will that valid reason be determined off of? Well, I don't know. We can vote on it. But I don't think that because I don't want to. Because I want to is a valid reason. Um, drugs? I like them. I mean, I don't like them. Um, Ban them. Ban them too. Ban the meth. Ban the crack. Ban the pot. You know, like like the bad things. we Get rid of them. Um, especially the ones that are proven to be addictive. Like meth, coke, and heroin. Just get rid of them. We know they're illegal. We know they're bad for you. We know that they have detrimental effects on your mental and physical health. Why the heck wouldn't we just say bye-bye drugs? No more drugs. I already talked about family. That's the next one on my list. Yes, I do have a list of these things. And if you can't tell by the manner of which I'm speaking, it's 12 o'clock at night. And I don't have any notes written on these. Get rid of the drugs. Family. We've got to encourage family. Um, I want to talk specifically about health care. I've made this joke multiple times. And the more and more that I think about it, the, the more and more that I think it might not be a joke, but might actually be solid governmental policy. I've long stated that I think that I'd be cool with free health care if our society was like Sparta. Sparta, warrior society, obviously meant that everyone was physically fit and ready for war. Because war at that time was brutal hand-to-hand and, you know, if you were the strongest man, you would win the war. I've long stated that if our culture, if our society was Sparta, I would. But since, myself included, were a bunch of overweight... And um, you know unhealthy people, you know ingesting crap tons of sugars and artificial, artificial, artificial plastics, microplastics, all kinds of gross stuff, that we don't deserve free healthcare. Well, what if we incentivize our healthcare system to benefit the healthy, and kind of screw over the unhealthy? We'll pay for cre- che- treatments. Like cancer and all that, but if you break a bone and that bone is, is caused by you being a little overweight, oh, as much as know as as an overweight person that hates, it pains me to say this, but yeah, but if you hurt yourself in an athletic performance, we'll pay for that for free <coughs> because that is awesome. And I know what you're thinking. That sounds insanely bigoted and fat phobic. That's because it is, <laughs> and uh, and as our resident fat people expert, because I'm a little a little overweight, yeah, we can we can do it, we can do it. Um, that's if we're gonna talk about big government in action, then hey, why not um, make gym memberships free? Just 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 do it. Um, mandate that doctors actually tell you the truth about your health health. Um, mandate that doctors cannot do hormone replacement therapy for children, or for people at all, because the amount of estrogen in a male is a very likely determinant of cancer, and when we are artificially putting it into the body of a man, it makes him way more likely for cancer, for mental illness, for all kinds of bad things. When you will use healthcare to... um Make giving birth free to encourage giving birth and actually having children will make abortions cost a whole lot of money. Um wait, that's no. Actually what we're gonna do is we're gonna ban abortion. We're gonna use government to finally end the scourge on our on our race, on our on our on our country, where we are just killing children will and Ellie. We're going to end it. We're going to finally end it. We're going to use big government. I know, big government bad. Are you triggered yet, Charlie Kirk? Ben Shapiro. We're going to use government to say that abortion is evil, abortion is wrong, abortion is murder, and we're going to outright ban it. And the last thing that I wrote down here, because we're talking about a federal system here, we're going to use the federal government to crack down on states that are infringing upon constitutional rights. Or that are not doing what we're saying, we're going to use the government to say you're censoring the speech of someone. Your education system is telling you that this guy has to but for some arbitrary reason call call him a her. I'm sorry, but you're abridging his freedom of speech, and your your education system is going to lose money, Of course, this doesn't happen because our education system is based. And it doesn't have such issues. And transgenderism is considered a mental illness. And will be properly treated. And yeah. That's the way that this works. That's the way that we take back our country. Obviously... This is years down the road. This isn't right now. There's no way that if I... If myself or someone <laughs> runs on this platform that they're even making it out of the Republican primary without being labeled a fascist by, even, by everyone on Fox News that isn't named Tucker Carlson. Oh, there's another one. Tucker Carlson's cool. I like Tucker. You can't cuck the tuck, as they say. But that is my... My idea of how big government in action truly works. How we use government, as I said in the last one, to truly help and benefit our society. How we take government and take it from being this thing that lets people have natural rights and truly uses it to stop um, this war uh, war of, each, of one person against the next, as Thomas Hobbes so eloquently said. We use government to benefit our people by the banning of things that hurt our society and by encouraging and incentivizing things that do. Now, see, this is where the problem, the the distinction between the conservative and the progressive are. I'm going to say liberal and libertarian are kind of in the same boat. But see, because progressives say use government to make businesses stop Hurting the environment. Use business, use government to tell people that they can't be, what's the word I'm looking for, where they can't disenfranchise people because they want to be called she when they're a he. Use government, use government, use government. And what I am suggesting is the exact same thing. Use government. But use it as Governor Ron DeSantis said. Because, what's the point in having a successful economy? You can have a successful economy, but if the underpinnings of the culture are being torn apart, I don't think that's a society that can be successful. When the underpinnings of morality, of self-government, of tradition and Christian values. When one side of the country hates the country. and doesn't think that it should exist. And the other side of the country. Thinks that it should. How can we even pretend to have a country? See what's the point. In cutting taxes. and cutting government regulation. In Trump's big win. To get the FDA out of the way. In order to manufacture a vaccine that would save people. That is absolutely amazing. But what's the point. In manufacturing a vaccine. When we can't even manufacture a government that says. Hey. Maybe we shouldn't be teaching kids. About sex. What's the point in having a government. That cares about the health of the people and wants to save lives when we're shutting down gyms in the middle of a pandemic where over 90% of the people who have died have come from countries with an above average rate of obese people tell me what is the point of saying that we are a people who value religious freedom When the only religion allowed in the public square anymore seems like it's secular progressivism and humanism. Tell me, what is the point, you who would be more liberal, in saving the environment if the people are just so given to their flesh that they will take and do whatever? You think climate justice is going to work? You see what happens in, in WALL-E. I know it's a movie. But you know what happens? The planet is dead. And all the people are fat, lazy, and happy. And they're probably only happy because they're on some kind of drug. As if it were a br- Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. My friends, I fear that we are getting ever closer to a Brave New World. And I'm suggesting... I know it might be a little controversial. I'm ready for all the hate. I'm ready to be labeled a transphobe. Ready to be labeled a fascist. Ready to be labeled a crazy person. I'll argue I'm only one of those things. (laughs) Maybe two of them. Um, Unless you decide which ones they are. And I'll tell you this much. It's not fascist. (laughs) Um, I'm suggesting we return to a brave old world. Brave old world. Because there's absolutely nothing brave. And if we don't stop the new. There will be absolutely. No world. Or, Or at least not one. Left. That is worthwhile. Other than the fact that God is cool. And that God created humans. And he will always preserve a remnant. Did you really think I was going to go an episode without talking about how awesome God is? As long as God exists, which he kind of always has, there's always hope. Don't let this get you down. I believe that revival is imminent. I believe that we will have a return to where we were not but 70 years ago, if not even, even further back than that. And I want to leave you with this. Philippians 4, eight. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Because like I said in the last episode, government doesn't change the heart and minds of a person. Lincoln freed the slaves, but he didn't cure racism. Martin Luther King Jr., and it's segregation and Jim Crow, but he didn't cure racism. Government action can only go so far, but it starts with you and me and my family focusing on what is true, what is honorable, what is just, what is pure, what is lovely, what is commendable. It starts with us saying no to sexual immorality, to fleeing it. It starts with us saying no drugs and to alcohol, it starts with us saying no to sending our kids to schools and institutions that want absolutely nothing to do with the way that we live our lives. It starts with us saying no to governments that would say no you cannot open your church because of some particles in the air starts with us saying no. To all of these things. Whatever is true. Whatever is honorable. Whatever is just. Whatever is pure. Whatever is lovely. Whatever is commendable. I love this verse. Whatever is worthwhile. Is worthwhile. If it has been ordained by God. It is worth pursuing. So pursue God. With all that you are, influence those around you. They know who you are by your love. Also, sometimes the loving thing to do, as shown by God, mainly God, is to say, hey, you know what? You shouldn't do that. And that's all I'm saying that our government should do is say, hey, you shouldn't do that. Maybe we shouldn't kill tiny people. Maybe we shouldn't teach our kids that sex is good. Of course, outside the confines of marriage. Of course, we shouldn't require that businesses say no and discriminate against people because of the status of whether or not they've gotten gotten a shot. Of course, this, this shouldn't happen. So well, toxic taxes talking. I'm telling you, it's hard. Try saying it three times fast. Taxic toxic talking. Taxes toxic it's it's impossible. I'm telling you guys, it's impossible. I'm rambling. When I get rambling, I should probably get done. So sum up. The government not suck. Brave old world, not brave new world. Good things, think about them. Alright, catch y'all in the next one. In an effort not to discriminate against our intergalactic listeners, this message is meant for only you. Preservation podcast. For those of you who do not understand that, that was wherever you listen to the podcasts. Go ahead and click follow on Preservation podcast, and follow us on Instagram at the same. God bless.